And we're back, KMOX, at your service on a Monday night. I'm George Sells with you here till 11 o'clock, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the world of COVID. We've been talking about it much of the night, and uh, in this instance, want to get into the vaccine and the question of when can you be compelled to get the vaccine, because it's already happening in a lot of places. We're joined now by KMOX legal analyst Brad Young. He fills in on this segment sometimes. Brad is with Harris, Dow, Fisher, and Young. Brad, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, George. Well, Brad, I guess the first thing is locally, Webster University has now joined a list of schools that are saying, if you're going to come to school here, you're going to be vaccinated. Uh, They joined Washington University, among others, with that. Uh, The VA today said, if you're going to work in healthcare for the Veterans Administration, you are required to have a vaccine. And I think that the question as this rolls forward is going to be to so many people is going to be, can my boss tell me that my job depends on being vaccinated? And the answer to that, uh, usually, George, let me, uh, let me answer it this way. Usually things are shades of gray. In this area, it truly is black and white. The courts have consistently ruled that employers can require can require a vaccine as a condition of, of employment as long as there are two exceptions. Number one, if someone has a deeply held religious belief uh, against vaccines, and they can demonstrate that. And secondly, if the vaccine would impact that person's medical condition, for example, if they have a pre-existing disability that qualifies for protection under the Americans with Disabilities Act, and that person can demonstrate that the vaccine would have a negative impact on that, they can also receive an exemption. Other than that, a, a, a political belief is not a basis upon which someone can refuse a vaccine, so employers can require vaccination as a term or condition of employment. And we're bound to start seeing more and more of this, particularly I've heard uh, people make mention with some companies that they're waiting for the emergency approval to end and the full approval to begin, which could be sometime this fall. What are you expecting? Are you expecting to see a lot of businesses do this? Because it's it's a fine line to walk, even though they can do it legally, depending on where they are, depending on who they employ, depending on who their customer base is, there could be factors involved that might not make it an attractive option. But certainly a lot of places I can see hospitals, for example, it makes perfect sense that they would want you to be vaccinated if you're going to be working on sick people. You know, George, it does. But here's the question. Employment law is what I actually do when I'm not on X. And I've advised all of my clients, I represent companies, I'm on the management side of employment law, and I've recommended to all of my clients the following. Even though you can require under the law a vaccination, and many non-healthcare-related businesses have, including Clayco right here in the St. Louis region, I don't believe that it's necessarily the best option for every company, and here's why. Uh, Right now, the labor market is as tight as it has perhaps ever been in recent memory. And so if you require vaccinations, you may, as an employer, face the risk of losing valuable employees. And so right now, in this work environment, those employees may be difficult, if not impossible, to replace. So the advice that I've given to my clients is this. Even though you can require it, you may not wish or want to require it if it will put your business at jeopardy because of losing valuable or key employees. So I don't see 
a, a widespread uh, 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 adoption of this position by employers outside of the healthcare industry because of the risk of losing valuable employees. Though, interestingly, the state of California just came out today is talking about mandating it for all state employees. That would be a massive, massive mandate. It would be. And and also Governor Bill de Blasio announced today that all 340,000 municipal workers in New York City will be required to have the vaccine uh, by September. And so I think we're going to see uh, a lot of legal challenges to these governments who are requiring it, because a government requiring a vaccine is different than a private employer requiring a vaccine. So I think you're going to see legal challenges with regard to these uh, government employers who are requiring the vaccine, although at the end of the day, I don't foresee that the outcome will be any different than what we've seen with private companies, which is the vaccine can be required subject to those two exemptions for either religious belief or a disability. What about schools? I mean, we've heard about universities doing this, and it's largely been private universities to this point that are that are mandating uh, vaccination. But I know that parents all over town with kids in middle school and high school who are 12 and over are wondering, is my school system going to do this? Some are hoping their school system will do it. Uh, where, where do, how does this work when you're talking about kids and students in public schools? Well, that's a whole other issue as well. Uh, I I think there are more legal uh, impediments to schools requiring it without an option uh, for an accommodation. For example, they can attend by Zoom. Uh, they can give other ways to accommodate students if they if they aren't vaccinated. But I think number one, it's problematic for a school to state a public school, not a private school. Private school, no problem. But a public school to say if your child is not vaccinated, they cannot come to school and they cannot attend by Zoom. I think that would be incredibly problematic, and I would see and anticipate that courts would strike that down. However, if a school says you have to be vaccinated. But if you're not vaccinated, you still have the option of attending by Zoom or by other uh, uh, remote learning like we've seen during the past year and a half. I think courts would generally uphold that because there would not be a denial of school uh, if they give those other options like attending remotely. How is this different, though, Brad, than I've got two kids in school and every year I have to hand a card over showing that they've had their measles vaccine, their mumps vaccine, their polio vaccine, uh, the assumption being that if they don't have any of those, they're not going to school either. Why would this be any different? And it gets back to the thing that you mentioned at the very beginning of our interview. Those other vaccines have full FDA approval. Right now, the COVID vaccine does not. It has emergency use approval. Now, if that if that approval status is changed by the CDC before schools go back into session this fall, if that's the case, then I think that schools can, in fact, require it across the board, even without having some sort of an accommodation for Zoom. But in the absence of that full approval status, I think that gives parents a legal challenge, at least the potential for a legal challenge, if there aren't any other accommodations made for those children who are not vaccinated. 
Okay, now I would be remiss if I didn't get into the news of the day very quickly with you. Uh, today, of course, being the first day that we had to dust off our masks in St. Louis County and St. Louis City, whether we're vaccinated or not, I'm vaccinated, but I still have to wear a mask now to go to Schnooks or Deerberg's or any number of places out in public. And we've already got people uh, like County Councilman Tim Fitch saying that this mask mandate is illegal. Brad, what say you? <laughs> well, under the new COVID bill that uh, Governor Parsons signed into law in, in April, I'm sorry, in May, under that bill, a mask mandate can only be in place for a maximum of 30 days unless it is extended by the legislative body of that particular city or county or the state. Also, it states that those mandates can be overturned by a vote of the legislative body. So how do we apply that here? If the county council comes together and votes to override, uh, I'm sorry, override uh, the county executive's order, then at that point, that order would become invalid. The second thing that comes to play here is with regard to the city of St. Louis, because right now the city is in a squabble over how to spend those uh, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars that they've received from the federal government. And the aldermanic board and the mayor cannot get together on how to spend that money. There is the legal argument, and I think it has some merit, that if there is a state of an emergency, so such as what the, uh, uh, what Mayor Tashara Jones declared uh, on Friday and again today, that may give her emergency use power to spend that money in the absence of validation by the Board of Aldermen. So we're going to see how that plays out, because I can promise you, if Mayor Jones takes that action, there will be litigation on that point. So between county council and the city board of aldermen, I guess it's get out the popcorn for the next few days, because there's going to be some pretty high-profile squabbling. Yep, get out the popcorn, and there'll be plenty of work for attorneys. All righty. Well, Brad Young, thank you, as always, for joining us. Brad is our KMOX legal analyst with Harris, Dow, Fisher & Young. Brad, have a good night, and thanks for joining us. Thank you, George. And it's 916 on KMOX. Coming up next, are you a music fan? Because I have got a deal for you. This is going to be one of the best deals on concert tickets you will remember for some time And the deal becomes available tomorrow. I'll tell you who you can see, what the thing is. You're going to want to hear this if you like live music. Camo X News Time is 916. Turn it up. It's 921 on Camo X. And that is the Foo Fighters. Words you don't normally hear in the same sentence. Camo X and Foo Fighters. But hey, why not? And the reason we are going down this road is uh, it's really interesting to me. The live venue, live event thing. Uh, we, were so, we saw a couple of weeks ago the Cardinals put tickets to every series, every game for the rest of the season on sale for six bucks for a day. You know, Wow, why would they do that? Well, why would they do that? Because a lot of people probably aren't yet going out and going to things out like concerts and, and ball games because of all we've been dealing with with COVID-19. Well, to show that that was not an isolated incident, Live Nation has now jumped on that bandwagon. 
Thus, the Foo Fighters reference. The Foo Fighters will be playing on August 3rd at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater and beginning on Monday, or excuse me, on Wednesday morning for 24 hours, you will be able to get tickets to that show and roughly 34 others for 20 bucks. Now, I don't know about you, but I cannot remember the last time I got tickets to a decent concert for $20. It has been a very, very long time since I, since I recall that happening. And, uh, but yet, yet here we are, $20 tickets. And I'm going to run through some of these shows. I'm, uh, I've, it's also interesting that they've got two venues. What you may not know if you haven't been out there, and very few people have been out there, is there is now a second venue out by the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, the old Riverport, as so many of us like to call it. They now have the St. Louis Music Park as well. And the St. Louis Music Park will also be uh, offering those $20 tickets. Basically, every outdoor show in this town for the rest of the summer and into early September, you can get $20 tickets to. So... Who's on the list? We played Foo Fighters coming in. To me, that is probably... Now, I'm, I'm obviously tipping my hand as to, as to what my musical tastes are, but I would make the argument that based on the normal demand, price of tickets, that sort of thing, that may, that may be the bargain of the summer right there if you can get Foo Fighters tickets for 20 bucks. Uh, Black Crows coming through. That's one of the early ones. Uh, that's the, on July 31st. Brad Paisley, if you're into country music, on July 30th. Again, those $20 tickets. Uh, those are big-name acts that you do not normally see for that kind of price. And, by the way, weigh in. If you have got a, if you know concerts that are in front of you that you are planning on attending this summer, give us a call. Tell, you, tell us who you want to see. 314-436-7900 is the number. 314-436-7900. Uh, which of these would you like to take advantage of? Have you seen any of these bands play before? Can you offer us a review? We'd love that. Uh, Maroon 5 is one that I have heard is very good live. Have not seen. They're playing on the 18th of August. They'll be involved in this deal. Uh, Another for you country fans out there, Brooks and Dunn is going to be on that list. Uh, Let's see. Who else do we have? The Jonas Brothers. Cue the Teenage Girls. And preteen girls, my daughter loves the Jonas Brothers. They'll be they'll be playing this summer. Uh, the Doobie Brothers, little old time St. Louis uh, tie in there as they come back through. This one I I'm getting a kick out of. I bought my wife tickets for Christmas in 2019 to go see Alanis Morissette. Christmas of 2019, I bought those tickets and. This is the rescheduling of that show, finally, will take place on September 18th. And I really wish I'd had the opportunity to get that $20 deal because uh, the, 20, the $20 deal would be fabulous. I paid a lot more than 20 bucks for those tickets, I can tell you that much. But I'm not complaining. And just as I say that, I get a ooh, Maroon 5 text from my wife. So I guess, I'll, I guess you know what I'll be doing on uh, Wednesday morning when I wake up and get going. Uh, Bunch of other acts here. Uh, you know, some you know, some you don't. Little baby, if you saw the Grammy Awards, he's kind of a new, a newer arrival on the on the hip hop scene. Uh, made a big splash on the Grammys. Jason Aldean, very popular. Florida Georgia Line, another one. Dirks Bentley. A lot of stuff out there for you country music fans. And then when you get down to the music park, this is kind of fun too. 
because this is going to be a much smaller venue, a little more intimate. Uh, one in this grouping that I really am pretty interested in grabbing a hold of is Counting Crows. Black Crows and Counting Crows. We were just having this conversation, uh, producer Matt and I were a few minutes ago, about the differentiation between the Black Crows and the Counting Crows and how particularly annoying it is both that they're in a similar genre of music and they were current at about the same time. Keeping them straight is rather difficult, but I will continue to try to do so. Counting Crows should be a good, good act to catch. Uh, you remember the Violent Femmes? I see, I see we've got, got some nodding happening over here. Uh, that's another good one. They're opening for a band called Flogging Molly, which if it sounds very punk rock to you, it's because they're pretty punk rock. I've never seen them, heard them. That could be a, that could be a fun show to catch. So you got a lot of good ones on the horizon out here as we move toward uh, the rest of the summer. But again, it's going to be a 24-hour deal starting on Wednesday morning. I think it's at 10 or 11, and I should know that, and I had it up in front of me, and I accidentally closed the window. So I'm going to apologize, and I'm not going to sit here and web surf on the air. You can find, you can look it up and figure it out, but it's going to be a 24-hour period where 20 bucks a ticket for a lot of really good bands while supplies last. So maybe get a little bit of a silver lining out of this COVID thing. You had to find it somewhere. It's 928. I'm George Sells, and you're listening to KMOX at your service. on a Monday night, KMOX at your service. I'm George Sells with you all the way up until 11 o'clock. And it's going to be hot, as you heard in the forecast. The next few days will be miserable and hot, but it sounds like it may be a little bit nicer come the weekend, just in time to haul the grill out and sit outside and do all those things we like to do in the summer. But there's a problem. It's the mosquitoes. We are constantly at their mercy in this town. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they love so much about the Midwest. They are like small planes coming off and on an aircraft carrier that could pick you up and haul you away. I'm actually pretty lucky. I don't get bitten by them very much. But what I miss, my wife and two children make up for two, three times as much. So always looking for ideas. And I saw this thing. And uh, I put it up on Twitter. You can follow me at George Sells on Twitter. And if you go to my page right now, you can see this gadget that this company in China has come up with. And it looks kind of like an indoor bug zapper. It's sort of, uh, it might be a foot tall. It's like a circle. It's got a thing in the middle. And the bugs fly into it and they somehow get killed. And there's this little like ashtray looking thing that you take out of the bottom and you just dump it in the trash. And you're off to the races. Now, question number one is, do you trust this device? (laughs) Do I trust this device for that matter? Because it definitely looks like one of those things that you're going to order tomorrow. And it's going to arrive sometime in September, uh, literally on a slow boat from China. (laughs) But uh, is is this what we've come to? 50% off, by the way. They're only 25 bucks. Uh, But... There's got to be better ways of doing this. So you, you can get people to come out and spray. Here, Kim is on the line. Kim, what, what do you try to do to keep the mosquitoes away? Well, when I was growing up, my mom always had uh, me using off. Right. So, but now 
I I guess it's my age that's catching up with me, but I try not to stay out in the the heat as much as I did when I was younger. And plus, I get migraines, and heat is a uh, a trigger for migraines. So yeah, I and so yeah. and so is the smell of off. That stuff smells terrible. That my kids use it, but they complain about it incessantly because they they've determined that it stinks. <laughs> well, well just, just tell them to have migraines, and that way that'll that'll keep them inside. Oh, uh-huh. But I want them to go outside. I want them to enjoy the outdoors. You, you got to understand, Kim, in this world now, if you don't get them outside, you're never going to get their head out of the, out of the phone screen. Even oh, outside, yeah. it's hard to get their head out of the phone screen. So I'm, I'm trying to be the good dad and keep them there. I'm just trying to find ways to keep them from getting eaten alive. So what do you think? Would a, would a little indoor bug zapper or indoor-outdoor bug zapper work for you? Well, I don't know. I, I've never had one. So, like I said, I, I pretty much try to stay out of the heat because, um, like I said, the, the migraines. So I'm, I'm really not sure. Yeah, that makes good sense. you got to stay away from those migraines. Kim, thank you for calling. Of course, no you problem. remember those big bug zappers. That's the one thing I worry about with this gadget. You remember the big ones. You know the one that you had that, that one uncle, the crazy uncle had, that, that was hanging up in the corner outside the house, and you would sit there and you could watch them fry. They'd make that zzzz sound. I mean, that was entertainment when I was 10, 11, 12 years old. Uh, my cousins and I used to sit and watch that go on for days and have a good old time with it. Uh, but, again, you know, you're trying to have a nice meal, quiet night with drinks with friends. Uh the z- 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 loses its luster pretty quickly. I don't know if this thing makes noise. That's an important thing to figure out. Does it make noise? Because uh, that that could make all the difference in the world as to whether or not it's a, it's a go-to sort of device. And then just keeping them off of you is another one that's difficult. Skin so soft. Have you Matt? Have you heard of that one? The skin so soft. That is something that is another big recommendation for keeping mosquitoes and other such biting bugs away. And it's really interesting where that came from, too, because you hear skin so soft and it sounds so dainty, like you should be at the spa or something like that. Well, that stuff is courtesy of the United States Marine Corps. They discovered skin so soft worked accidentally at some point years ago, at least so I'm told by a a Marine drill instructor I once knew, uh, at Paris Island, South Carolina. You've ever been to Paris Island, South Carolina? Well, you probably haven't been to Paris Island unless you were a Marine. I was there once for doing a story for a television station I worked for. But to give you an idea, it's like right next to Hilton Head, Edisto, up to Charleston, uh, that whole area, Tybee Island to the south. So it, you, you know what it's like. Uh, Heavy-duty mosquitoes and these things called sand fleas. And the sand fleas, I am pretty certain, could pick you up and carry you off. They are the most miserable things. You can't even see them. And it's like you walk into a little patch of them and all of a sudden you've got 15 bites. And it's just like that. Well, somewhere along the line, I don't know what a United States Marine was doing with Skin So Soft in his duffel bag, but at some point somebody had that there and figured out that that made the bugs go away. And to this day... At the PX on Paris Island, you can find Skin So Soft in a very prominent position for purchase. And uh, there are a lot of a lot of Marines that swear by that. So that's a good one. Then you've got the uh, the exterminators are all coming out. That's become quite a business, by the way. If you, I don't know if your phone rings like mine does. Maybe I just look like a sucker because everybody who's got 
any kind of a cure-all wants to get a hold of me. But there are three, four, five different companies around St. Louis County that are all offering to come out and spray your yard and the mosquitoes will magically disappear. And they, I don't know how far I'm going to go toward how effective it is. It is somewhat effective for a period of time. I I will definitely say that. But if you're having a, a party and you're wanting to get rid of the bugs and you're going to call the sprayer place, don't call them and get, get them there a week out before your party because it's basically done, especially if you have any rain. But if if you get them out there like day of, day before, uh, it might be survivable. Uh, otherwise, you can hand out Skin So Soft and off to your guests or maybe somebody will get a migraine and go inside. Who knows? It's St. Louis. It's summer. It's bugs. Hopefully, this has been some semblance of help to you in the battle that I know we are all fighting together. And let's remember this, folks. We were we were talking about this earlier uh, in response to other things. But when it comes to mosquitoes in St. Louis, we're all in this together. Fight the fight. It's 941. And it's 947 on KMOX. I'm George Sells. KMOX at your service this Monday night. St. Louis Cardinals normally would be playing in this slot. They get a what I'm sure is a welcome evening off. Seeing lovely Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, by the way, there's a tease for you also. Playing the Cleveland Indians. It won't be the Indians for long. We'll talk about that coming up in a little while. And what we're going to talk about right now is something that is... Kind of strange, kind of cool, kind of bothersome, depending on how you look at it. And we've been talking about the whole COVID vaccination thing. And yes, I, I continue to be annoyed that I'm wearing a mask because of people who are not getting vaccinated and please go out and get vaccinated. I'm off the I'm off the high horse on that for now. But here's the one thing that is interesting about it. Have you seen all the stuff? that they are giving away to try to get you to get vaccinated. I mean, they they did a million-dollar lottery thing in, I believe it was Ohio. Here in Missouri, they have got a a thing out now where they're going to have a number of $10,000 drawings. Basically, if you get your vaccine and you you fill out the the paperwork on the website, you will be entered in this drawing, and you could win $10,000 for getting your vaccine. Now, I'm cool with how Missouri is doing this from the standpoint that I got my vaccine months ago, as did my wife, as did my kids, and I can still enter to win the, to win the prize. So I'm cool with that. But there are a lot of places that they're having vaccine clinics and, hey, come on out, and they're giving away gift cards and, and stuff like that. And I got to tell you, it rubs me a little bit the wrong way that I did the stuff I was supposed to do and I got my vaccine as early as possible like I was supposed to. Nobody was looking to give me anything. And I walk into that place and lady looks at me like, yeah, buddy, you're lucky to be here. You'll, you'll, you'll get your shot when I'm good and ready to give it to you, mister. <laughs> and that was it. I, got a, I think I got a, a, a sticker and they had a little selfie wall you could take a picture of. And that was, and that was about it. Nobody, nobody was trying to bribe me to, to get a vaccine. 
Tell me what you've experienced with this. 314-436-7900 is the number. 314-436-7900. Have you experienced this? Have you taken advantage of any of this stuff? There's some stuff that you can you can get with your card. Like I can go to Krispy Kreme for the rest of the year and get a free donut by showing my card. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm pretty much all in on that concept. I'll be hopping by Krispy Kreme. Uh, there are some places Anheuser-Busch did that, did the beer thing. That was pretty cool. And back on June 2nd, they did a, uh, they bought, bought America around a beer. Basically. I missed that one. I don't know what I was doing that day. Uh, in Miami, they've been doing shots for shots. You get a, you get a shot, you get a shot and you go to the bar next door and they'll give you a shot of whatever your favorite adult beverage is. Another pretty cool deal. The money's been the biggest thing. Uh, New York is doing, they had a $5 million lottery set up there. Uh, California, Vax for the win. You gotta have, you gotta have your good marketable slogan if you're going to do something like this. But, uh, you know, they're throwing, they're giving away about 5 million bucks there. Oregon splitting up $10,000 payments, kind of the way Missouri is. New Mexico's doing it. Uh, I don't see why everybody needs a bribe. Hey, they also, this is a good one, Ohio. They're doing scholarships. You get a full ride scholarship as part of your state lottery winnings. If, if you are the one lucky student who gets vaccinated and wins the drawing, talk about hitting the jackpot. I mean, as a parent of a kid who's, it's hard for me to spit this out, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take a breath and say it as the parent of a kid who's three years away from college. Oh God, that hurts. Uh, the concept of him being able to win a scholar, a college scholarship for getting a vaccine, I'm all in. I think Missouri needs in on that one. I am going to raise my hand right now and say, Missouri, let's get to it. This is something that needs to happen. College, There, there are plenty of uh, struggling parents out there that would love to be able to give, get a college scholarship out of the deal. Delaware is doing that too, by the way. Delawareans between the ages of 12 and 17 who receive the vaccine in their home state will be entered in the contest. It's amazing, though. This stuff just goes on and on and on. They're doing fishing trips in Arkansas. Uh, they've got all sorts of stuff in New, York, in New York City. You get tickets to the aquarium and the botanical gardens and the zoo and all that kind of stuff. And the, if you've spent any time in New York, you know how expensive it is to go to any place there. I mean, go to the top of the Empire State Building. That's great if you want to pay 200 bucks and change for your family to look over the edge of a wall. Uh, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it once, but here or there, all these, all these things that they're giving away. If you will just go out and get that shot. So I don't know what your thoughts are. My thoughts are kind of like, why are we having to do this? What is the point of this? It really, if you think about it, does not make a great deal of sense that going out and doing something that will protect you and protect your family, protect the people you care about most, protect your friends, that doing that will somehow, you know, that you should get a prize. That's ridiculous to me. I mean, why do I need a prize? I, I, 
I was glad I was there. When, they, when I was getting that judgmental look from the lady at the Walmart in Farmington, I was, you know, I was happy to take it. You're lucky to be here, son. You bet I am. <laughs> and I took I took my shot and I went home and I came back a month later and got the, or three weeks later, whatever it was, and I got the second one. And I felt just as fortunate to be there as the first time out. No question about it. Nobody had to offer me anything. Uh, but obviously there's folks who have to be offered. And this is my next question. Who are the people who are going to be – swayed by this. I mean, I guess there's some fence sitters out there, but yeah, the people that I hear really like banging their fists on the table and saying, I'll never do it. Boy, they say it with conviction and they're talking about how it's going to mess up their health and all this kind of stuff. Well, if you, if you believe in it that strongly, uh, how come it only takes a one in 10,000 shot at Super Bowl tickets to suddenly change your mind? Sold your soul pretty quick there on that one, didn't you, pal? <laughs> but a lot of people are doing it. They they would not be doing this if it were not effective. I mean, the article I'm spinning through is, is from People Magazine, and it just, it goes on and on and on. So somebody tried it, and it clearly worked. And I think that makes this even harder for me to stomach, is the fact that not only are you know half the people roughly in our state, 40% of the people in the country not getting this not getting this taken care of, not getting this shot, but it looks like from all the prizes and glitz and glam, it looks like they don't even have a whole hell of a lot of conviction about why they're not doing it. I mean, that makes it even worse. Then it really becomes almost insulting to the people who think about their fellow person and wanting to keep those people around them safe. That's just, it's kind of sad that it's come to this. Camo X News Time is 9.55.